0: You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Those are three ones, those are not even the notes. I'm just touching on something. That's what's going on right now. You know? Appetizers are said. You know, I was blessed this this weekend, as tired as I was. I told Ryan, man, I'm tired. (laughs) Women are crazy. For reals. We opened that side door. It felt like an oven in here. I told Pastor, don't go in there, Pastor. You'll melt. Women were crazy. But it was a blessing uh, for the guys that were able to usher and help usher. You know, I love the brothers who stepped up. You know, Brother Jesse, his family, his boys, you know, Brother Josh. That was a lot of help. It wasn't just on one person or or two people or two guys, you know what I mean? We were running around back there for you guys. You know how many toilets we had to change, toilet paper, paper towels? You know you buy it. It was crazy. But we're crazy for God. It was awesome. And, like, Brother Derek said, where's our... Conference pastor. Well, you know what? Let's step up. The women asked for it. We got to ask for it, guys. I only see a couple of our guys here because they're all in the back. right now. But it was a blessing. Um, Even though it was for the women, we were in the back catching it. We were in the back catching it. We were in the other room and we were catching it. You know, God's ready to talk to you guys. Are you ready to listen to him? Wherever you're at, even if it wasn't for the guys. God's word is for everybody. Just grab it. Grab it. You'll see it. You know, our banner this year, are you guys catching it? Are you guys catching it? You know, the title of, of, of my message today is Take Your Shot. Take your shot. You know, Pastor was saying something right now that you're going to see Bible studies, new Bible studies being launched out, Um People stepping up and doing this and doing that, but you got to take a shot. You You don't know if you're good at something unless you even try it. Pastor might come up to you and say, hey, you know, I think you might be good at this. And you're like, I think you're wrong, Pastor. You know how many times I thought of that? I've been here going on 13 years, 14 years with pastors. And I think I've done every position that you can be in, and the guy's position, and from babies. There's a, where's the baby at? You see that baby right there? He was five, four years old when I came in and I was teaching him Bible or uh, uh, Sunday school. Believe me, I said I don't want to be a teacher. I said it here. I don't think I told you that, did I? Did I tell you? I did tell you that. They don't listen. <laughs> it's like kids, we don't listen to them, but they don't listen to us. I can't do it, Pastor. Well, I need you anyway. You're on the schedule already. You can't do nothing about it. You're Oh, you're teaching right now. Well, okay. But you know what? A lot of the things that they the pastor asked me to do, I really said I can't do it, but I did it anyways. And then I was able to figure out if I was good at it or if I could do it or not. Our mind and our heart's going to want to do something else, but God has other plans for us. Take your shot. Take your shot. That's what the title is for today: is take your shot. And um, I do have a message. I don't. I don't just wing it. I used to wing it, and Pastor said you can be winged do it right, put something together you know um, over 13 years ago I knew that God had had wanted me to do something but I ran from it how many of us love to run from everything paying bills, you run from it don't open that envelope, that's a bill don't open it, throw it away my daughter, what would you say, baby? Get rid of it. I don't need it. Just get rid of it. It may not go away. Getting up to go to work, you know, turn off the alarm. I ain't heard nothing yet. Just get rid of it. We all run. We love to run. Some of us run from our priorities, from going back to school. Finishing school, (laughs) staying in school, I mean, we run. I thought if I didn't pay attention to God's voice, it wasn't God talking to me, right? What is God calling you to do? I mean... All you guys hear God calling you, right? Or something. Everybody's called. What is God calling you to do? I know that a lot of you guys are thinking about it right now, right? What is he calling me to do? I don't think God's calling me to do anything. Or are you running or are you blocking it? Are you in what God's asking you to do? Are you doing it? Be honest. Are you guys doing what God has called you to do? Are you lining up to it? Are you seeking it? I mean, when you guys are hungry, you guys think about what you guys want to eat, and you guys go buy it, and you guys prepare it. Right? Are you preparing yourselves to do what God is calling you to do? Are you guys lining yourselves up to it? Are you even trying? Are you just sitting still and saying, oh, it'll come to me? No. You have to actually get up and do it, activate it. Our banner says be still, right? Be still. But you can be still and still be doing something. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Am I the only one thinking like this? Am I crazy? I am crazy. But you can be still and still be doing something. Man, this is Wednesday is quiet right now. Ooh. Let me preach something. Let me tell you guys something. Okay. By haven't you guys stepped out? I, I, I didn't step out either for a long time. A third, I told you guys, 13 years, it took me 13 years to start getting lined up for God to be able to do what he called me to do or put me where he wants me to be at. I know that I was called to reach the streets. I'm trying to finally catch up or line myself up to where I can be reaching the streets. Are you guys doing what God has asked you guys to do? And if you're not doing it, what are you doing to try to get there? You guys all know God called you guys for something. Huh? Pastor was called to be a Pastor. Whether he wanted to or not, he wanted it just to be saved. Pastor Maria wanted him to be saved. He became a pastor. Guess what? Pastor, to be a pastor, he had to be active in going to Bible studies. Anytime those doors were open, Pastor was there receiving whatever he needed so he could prepare himself to be a pastor. He put himself involved. Are you guys involving yourself in what God has called you guys to What are you guys waiting for? I said it earlier. I waited for God to just bring me the knowledge and go. But it never came. Thirteen years. He still didn't come. It didn't come. After the tenth year, I enrolled in school, quit my job. Not just like that, I talked to my pastor. Believe me, I talked to my pastor. I was hoping he would talk me out of it. And he's like, no, just quit. <laughs> no, Pastor, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> I was asking you, no. <laughs> then quit your job. What is God telling you to do? Right? Then quit your job. And then I was like, hoping, I was like, my wife is not going to tell me to quit my job. She's like, quit your job. <laughs> and I was like, dang, no, everybody's against me. But let me tell you guys something right now. I was scared, I was nervous, I was afraid. I was worried about the outcome. I was worried about the end. Let me tell you guys something. Taking your shot doesn't mean worry about how the outcome is going to be, how is it going to happen. It's God's problem how to figure out how the end's going to be how the outcome's going to be, how it's going to affect. It's his problem. Ours is just to step out and take our shot. That's it. Stop worrying about it. I'm just saying, man, just take your shot. Our banner, be still and listen to his voice. And know that he is God. Why do you guys think it's important for us to know that God is God? Why do you think it's important? I think once we realize that he is God, then all that other stuff about us worrying, you don't worry about. Because we know God is God. And he's going to take care of it. And he's going to figure it out. I remember when Brandon was like, I'm going to go on a mission. And and in my head, I was like, he doesn't know what he's doing. Do You know that his parents are not going to be there. He's going to be on his own. No one's going to feed you, Brandon. (laughs) And he likes to eat, (laughs) right? He he, he doesn't like, he loves to eat. But you have to budget when you're on the missions. You win with so much cash, right? Right? But see, he didn't worry about all that. He just said, I have to step out and get over there. And there's two. And they got over there. And then they got married. But he wasn't looking at the outcome. He was just knowing that he had to get over there and the lives that you guys touched, the people you guys talked to. It's all about stepping out and taking your shot. You know that, let me tell you guys something. Because I thought about this. And you know, let me, I don't, I don't, well, most of you guys know my background. And my background is guns, drug streets. There it goes. So when I heard take your shot, you know what I was thinking about? (laughs) You guys are laughing because you guys know what I'm thinking about, right? I was thinking about a sniper, okay? (laughs) You guys are laughing. But a sniper stands still, right, long enough to take your shot. Right? And between shots, he's breathing, he's thinking, he's focusing. You got to be still and focused. You can still be doing something while you're standing still. And he was still active. Right? In between shots, he takes a shot, he breathes, he waits, and then he takes another shot. This year we're standing still and we're listening. Last year was be the voice. This year we're going to stand still. And I think we're going to listen to the voice. Right? That's what I'm saying is like be still and listen to his voice and know that he is God. And the important part is why do we need to know that he is God? So we don't have to worry about the what is or how and, and why and how come and I don't want to do, you know, don't worry about all that stuff. You know, when I went to school, I was like, I can't do it. I don't want to. But I know that if I want to be able to reach the streets, I had to go to school because no one's going to let me or, or give me a program and reach the streets if I have no education. I want to go back to school so I can be able to get some more education so we can start a program. I want to start a program here. I've been going to a program right now, talking to the youth and, that are on parole and probation and their troubled kids. And I told my wife that the program that I go and volunteer in Um, it's not Christian-based. Victor was with me. Victor, you hear a lot of cussing, you hear a lot of craziness, right? They're going to impact these kids, but I want God to impact these kids. You know? The program means well, but it's not Christian-based. There is men of God in there, but at the same time it's not christian based. And God is steering something up in me to be able to do this program. I want to take my shot finally. Finally take the shot after 13 years, take my shot. God's lining up everything. That's one program. There's another program, Hope for Prisoners that I want to get in, you know, involved with which They've already opened the door for me on Fridays to go in there. Sister Brenda's working with the homelessness, the teenagers. That's another door opening up. Pray for her. Lay hands with her. Get involved with her. Ask her what does she need. There's flyers on the back. We're promoting right now, Pastor. Sorry. And there's flyers back there. It's a good cause. But God is lining it up. Just like right now. The brother Raúl's back here. Lining it up. There's the lights. You know what I'm saying? Everything lines up. God God will bring everything together. Again, we didn't have to, Pastor, did you worry about lights? No. And here they are. Don't worry about it. God's going to bring it. Thank God they're not on because I know I would have been like this. Once we realize God is God, then and only then we will realize that he is in control and that he's God is in the right path. He doesn't make a mistake. We make mistakes. You guys all know about many people in the Bible that have taken their shots and those that haven't taken their shots, right? You guys know about the, the rich young ruler who didn't take a shot, right? Let's go to Matthew 19:16 through22. In verse 16 it says now behold one came and said to him god a good teacher what good thing shall i do that i may have eternal life so he said to him jesus is speaking here he says why do you call me good no one is good but one that but one that is good that god is god but if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments, he said to him, which ones, Jesus said, you should not murder, you should not commit adultery, you should not steal, you should not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, all these things I have kept from my youth. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you want to, to be perfect, go. Sell, sell what you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasures in heaven. And come follow me. But when the, the young man heard that saying he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions he did not take a shot and all he was worried about is what his wealth and i guarantee you this is what he was thinking about when you have a lot of money and it's all gone what are you going to worry about how am i going to eat where am i going to live how am i going to dress all that is gone And he worried about it. He didn't didn't have that faith that God is God and God will feed him, God will clothe him, God will take care of him. That's why he didn't take a shot. That's why he didn't take it. Again, why ain't you taking your shot? God is God. You believe in God. You're here. You have faith in God. Why ain't you taking your shot? I know why I didn't take my shot 13 years ago. I didn't have an education. I didn't think I can do it. I had to work. I had to provide. Come on, why didn't you guys take your shot? You guys heard of one that didn't take a shot. And why he didn't take a shot this year be still and know that he is God take your shot you're gonna keep hearing it take your shot Matthews Matthew 21 28 to 31 let's This is the parable of the two sons. Verse 28. But what do you think? A man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward, he regretted it and went. Then he came to the second, second and said, Likewise, and he answered and said i go sir but he did not go which of the two did the did the will of his father it's not a it's not a riddle <laughs> it's not a riddle right is it is it the first even though he did it when he felt like it? Huh? Let me tell you guys a little quick, little quick story about, about that. I, I had an encounter when I first got out of prison way back, okay? And my, my wife is the witness of this, of not, about what I'm going to tell you. I was working, I was doing janitorial, I went to go clean a building, I was there for like 14, 16 hours, I had to hurry up and get home so I can go and teach Bible study, and I was tired, I was hungry, and when I get hungry, I got to eat, when I get angry, (laughs) and this guy came in, he was a security guard, and he was just telling me, he wanted to talk to me. He wanted to speak to me. He wanted to know who I was. He see my tattoos. He was like, oh, you're from California. I can tell, and this and that. And, and he wanted just to, he wanted to socialize. But I wanted to hurry up and get out of there. I had to go home. Again, I had to hurry up and leave and eat. And so I didn't want to talk to the dude. I don't care. I'm out. I got the call in the morning. I have to hurry up and get back over there and go clean this building. There's an emergency cleaning in the restroom, and we got to go in there like mask, mask and clean everything out. It was bad. It was ugly. And so I get over there, and they go, I'll give you the details. So I come in. There's cops everywhere, ambulances, everything. So I go in there, and I was like, what's up? They go, well, they're shutting down that restroom. I need you guys to go in there. We're going to just close it down. And I was like, what's, what happened? They go, that security guard died last night in the bathroom. So... That right there, it was like a, a slap or a kick, whatever you want to call it, to listening to God the first time. Not waiting till you feel like going and doing it. You don't know when it's going to be that person's last time to speak to a believer that might lead them to Christ or plant a seed. So I ask you again, which one of those kids or these guys really was the, the good child. In my eyes, both of them are at fault. Because he should have listened right away, not when he felt like doing it. You ask my wife, I don't care if God pulls me, I have to go and speak to that person right then and there. Pastor Maria's done it at Walmart. We have been with Pastor Maria. And she's like, what happened, Pastor Maria? God called me over here. I'm just saying. That's, your, your legs are moving, but your head's like, I don't want to go this way. It's, now, I see a lot of older people in here, and I'm not going to exclude the, the younger ones, but you as older people that have been saved a long time, how many times has God told you to go speak to somebody? And do you do it on the first time? Do you wait? Oh, they'll come back around in the the merry-go-round. Then I'll talk to them that time. Or God, if it it really is men, I'll see them again. Oh, you know you're laughing because it's true. Because because God has spoken to me like that a couple times. Don't wait or when you feel like going. God's telling you, go, then go. Take your shot. Take your shot. It's your responsibility as a Christian. Hey, scratch that. I learned this year, we're not not Christians. We're disciples. We are disciples. If you're a disciple of God, then you take your shot. Christians can stay on the sideline. You're a disciple. Then take your shot. Take your shot. No more sidelines. Pastor said, uh, you know, I don't want to get slapped by the devil. We've been slapped by the devil too long. A lot of us were out there. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed the slap. You got to be disciples of God. We've been here too long. Been waiting too long. Pastor just spoke about it today. We might not be able to have the conference in this church building. We might need to go to a, a bigger setting. Start thinking bigger. Pastor's going to take his shot. Let's go for it. Our sister church has their conferences in little t- in, in a big old building. And they're smaller than us. Pastor Sonny's not worried about how or what and who's coming. He goes. He's taking his shot. Let me tell you something. If it wasn't for Pastor Sonny taking his shot, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now on the streets where I'm reaching right now. I met one of the brothers at his conference that he had, the, the, the concert. That's where I met the brother that introduced me to the guys that are running this this youth program that I'm with right now. That's how I met them. Connected. We got to take our shot. I know we were talking about the guys that didn't take the shots and you know that that, that young ruler, that rich young guy that We were read about, you never heard about him again in the Bible. Never heard about him again. Never heard about him. And those two little knuckleheads, I hope he spanked them. What do you mean you didn't? What do you mean you didn't? My mom would have been like tucking through her teeth. (laughs) <laughs> you guys need to stop you're taking me out let's um we already read about some of the guys that didn't listen let's talk about somebody that that listened, like David and Goliath let's go to 1 Samuel 1 Samuel 17 uh, 48 and 49. You know, I need new glasses. I need to get new glasses. I'm just saying. Because I, I told you guys I quit my job, right? I don't make money like I used to. I can't even see her. Are you over there, babe? I'm serious. My eyes are burning me up here right now. Um... What did I say, 48 and 49? Well, let's read it. So it was when the Philistines arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistines. You know what's crazy? He ran to them. I see Goliath or David like this running to the uh, army. Now, does that sound like a kid that was worried about the end? That was worried about how he was going to defeat this army? Or was it a kid that was confident in his God? I don't know. I mean, you guys are reading it just like I am. We all know the story, right? He took a shot. You guys went back? Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone, and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead. Man, it, it went deep in there. It penetrated the skull of a giant. That is not like our skull. It is all soft and little. The mollera still right there. This was a solid rock hitting another rock into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the earth. God was looking up here. Let me ask you guys something. This kid, David, was raised to only know one thing, to take care of his dad's animals, his flock, and just take care of them. That's all he knew. What is it that you only know? What were you raised to just know? Scratch that. You're a disciple now. All that that your family raised you to say that you were going to be. You're just going to be a mom with kids and and that's it. Eat, cook, and die. That's it. You husbands, provide, provide. Oh, and you're going to provide. And you're going to die. That's it. That's what we were raised to be like. Hey, on the real, did your mom say you're going to go to school and be somebody and be a college student and do this and do that? No. Jaden, don't be saying that. Your mom, was that you, Gabriel? Us as disciples should be teaching our kids that they will be something, that they will go somewhere. We're not going to be teaching them all that other stuff. Oh, you're just going to be a welfare case and that's it. Babe, were we told that? We were told that. You know how many teachers and principals said that you're just going to be in prison or in gangs or selling drugs? They were right, but God had a different answer and and something else for me. You stop. You take your shot. You don't worry about what the world says you're supposed to be. You don't worry about what the world says that you're going to be. I think I'm going too long up here, man. I just feel like that. So God is not done. God's not done. Did I skip one? No, we talked about... Why am I tripping right now? You know what? because the glasses. Let's read Daniel... Why did I have Daniel up there? Oh, now I know why. Now I know why. I don't, I'm i not trying to be funny, you guys. This is serious, man. This is not a comedy show. This is not a comedy show. It is a September thing. But you know what? I remember now Daniel. Let me tell you guys something about, you guys, look at. You guys already know. How many of you guys read your Bibles? How many of you guys know the stories? How many of you guys know what's going on right there? You already see it. Shadmach, Meshach, and Abednego. Remember when they used to say, Abondigas? Made me hungry. Listen, let me tell you guys something. If God was not real in these three men's lives, if God was not real in these three men's lives, You guys read that on your guys' own at another time. Because I think I'm running too crazy right here on time. But we all know the story. The king wanted them thrown in a fire because they would not bow down. They would not bow down to the idols, the gods, the golden calves, and whatever golden stuff they had up there. They would not bow down. They had their eyes on God. They knew their faith. Do you know your faith? What do you stand for? I just said earlier. If you're not taking your shot, then what are you? Worry, what are you looking at? What is your? What are you looking at that is going to keep you from, you know, moving forward? You know, you have to be able to know that God is God in your life to be able to take your shot. These guys knew that God was going to come and rescue them. And even if he didn't show up, they were okay with it. We just sang the song, it's got to be well in your soul. Is it well in your soul if you die right now, knowing that you're going to go to heaven? Are you well with that? Or are you more afraid of taking a shot and then looking stupid? Oh, I can't say that. Just praise chapel. You need to take your shot. We're going to push you to take your shot. We need to. If not, you're just going to sit here and do nothing. You can be still and still be doing something. You can be active in the church, in God's kingdom. The three Hebrew kids, they stood for God. They they were they were ready to die for God. And what happened in the outcome? A king got saved. A nation was saved because that king wanted to show them that their God was bigger than what he was trying to push out to them. They looked at this leader because they looked at these three youth first. Youth my cousin Vinny, you guys need to stop. Pastor, you, and you guys are my pastor. You guys are over here. You guys made me do that right now. You made me. It's these guys. Look, you guys can take a shot just like they did, and look what they did. We're still talking about them hundreds of years later, about how their faith was able to overcome a lot of obstacles because a lot of people were bowing down. Because they were afraid to get killed. They were worried about it. They were worried about their life. You know, the sister that came to preach, sister, what's her name, babe? I don't want Joanna. When she preached, man, that, that woman was on fire. She, she reminds me of Pastor Maria, the way she's just like, ah! Pastor Maria don't preach like that. Pastor Maria... But when you talk to her, she's like that. I'll follow Pastor Maria anywhere. She's crazy. But, you know, when she was preaching up here, the last day, what did she tell you guys? What did she tell all of us? What was her title? Run to win. Right? 2 Timothy, let's put that up. What does it say? How can you say that if you haven't taken your shot? How can we say that? You can't, you can't honestly say you have fought the good fight if you have not taken your, your shot. You don't even know what the fight is yet. You'll know it once you take your shot because and then you're going hard for God. Because if it was easy, everybody would be here. I told a lot of the people when I was locked up, they were saying, oh, you're taking the easy road. You're taking the easy road, hiding behind the religion. I said, it's not easy standing here accepting you talking to me like that and me not smashing on you right now. That's That's hard. Now, you tell me that is the easy road. This is hard, but it's supposed to be hard because the outcome is going to be great. It's eternal life. Brother Dan has finished his race. Sister Sarah's mom and, and Sister Marion's mom finished the race. Pastor just said it. And guess what? We just got two brand new babies that are starting the race, and we got to help them Go to that race. Get into the fight. That's how you do it. That's what we're here for. But we can't do it if we're just sitting there not taking our shot. I don't care how old you are in the church or in your age or how young you are. You've got to take your shot. You can take your shot. Danny, you're focused on me hard right now, Danny. He was like, boy, he's listening. He's going to take his shot. Just don't shoot at me. Listen, you guys, our pastor does hear from God. Do you guys believe that? Because that is not because he just said, oh, be still. I think God wants us to understand that we got to be still and know that he is God. We need to realize that he is God. We need to take our shots. We got a lot of education coming into this church. Brother Derek Sir Amanda, they're educated. Get connected with them. My wife's going back to school. I, I want to go back to school. And I will go back to school. My wife's in school now. We did it backwards, we said, me and my wife. We, we had kids and did all that. And then we got married and then we had grandkids. And then, and then now we're going to school. <laughs> Don't do that, young guys. Kids, kids, girls, boys, go to school, get educated. Don't even get married. Just go to school, get educated. You guys, it was a blessing today. I thank everybody that was here tonight to hear what God had for them and has for you and for me. What did you guys hear about it tonight? What is the word that you heard the most? you're supposed to be doing take your shot step out it's crazy the world uses that word take your shot in a different way and they hear it differently wearing it be courageous go out make an impact get yourself involved grab people bring them to church pick up people Follow up on people. You know that just because we do the follow doesn't mean nothing. You guys are all part of this church. Follow up on people that you connect with in here. You guys met them just like we did. You guys sat next to them just like we did. Do you, you know what I told the guys a while back? A while back. I try not to do that to the guys too much. But I said, shame on you guys if you don't have your brother's phone numbers. I sent out a group text one time, and I try not to do it because, oh, I'm glad my wife stopped recording. I sent out a group text, and then you know what? They didn't even look at what I put on there, the, the, the scriptures and all that. It was more like, whose number is that? Whose number is this? And, oh, who's that? You guys have seen that? You guys have heard that? Know your brothers and sisters in here, man. Have their numbers. There's only a few of us in here. There's eight phone numbers of guys and like 30 of women. Just say, man, if you were in the world, you would have every phone number you could. You heard my wife? If we can all stand up.